0: Funny how last year, I mean, I was just open. Or on, huh? I just had uh, no like every single event. Boom, you know, there was nothing. To yeah, do that open. Can. Go, go. And this year, every single event, something's something's going on. <clears throat> you
1: were you maybe you know you were needed a lot more last year for sure. So,
0: and I'm not needed at all this year. <laughs> no, I'm I, know, I mean, like, I you know, I don't feel the least bit ambivalent about this. It's strange. Yeah, it's like. You know, I was not kidding when I said, I'm going to turn over the reins, and yeah. then my job is emeritus, and I'm done, man. I'm, I yeah. mean, support the mission, support the Nantan. Yeah. You know? No.
1: And and here we are. Right.
0: I'm still on the cadre team, but they've got 12 guys, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, in that neighborhood, yeah. 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 They don't
0: need me. It's I mean, a, I like it's it. It's a weird place, though. But, I I mean, you know what I've been doing lately is I've been kind of You've getting— You've been emeritizing. Yeah i I've, I've, you know, that's my job. Yeah, uh, and I'll, I'll do that um, until you tell me not to do it. But um, I've been getting into help, trying to help the leadership of Metro. Ah. you know, because we're working on a Q school. Yeah, and uh, I met with the, their leaders the other night, and uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm just working on that. Put I, together a. Um, um, obviously, this has to go through leadership, but just sure. a, a kind of a draft. Uh, Q creed.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah,
0: yeah, I love that. Yeah. So the idea would be, if you're a Q, this is the the creed of the yeah. Q, and this comes from there's a ranger creed. Uh huh. I'm a ranger. No, no surprise there. An elite right? fighting man and all that stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, so this thing's, you know, this this is pretty cool. I'll just give you the brief rundown. Yeah. Since it's has no official. Uh, <laughs> Value as, whatsoever. I, as I
1: often say on the coaching calls and stuff that I do, I'm like, oh, this is not an F3 call. So this is not an F3 podcast, but I'm well, here's I mean, this it, stuff.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't. No, I got you. I got what you're saying. I mean, this could be Metro's. Sure. Cre- yeah. Cre- no, no, I got, I got, got you. Say, Let's right. hear it. So cue's uh, Creed, right? Yeah. I'm responsible for the outcome. I'll take charge because I am in charge. I'll use proper calls to exhibit competence. I will challenge every man, but I will hurt no man. I'll use adversity to encourage durability. I will remember that this is about the packs, not my ego. If I cannot perform an exercise correctly, I will not call it. I will not take myself too seriously. I will inspire other men to cue as I have. I will return to the COT with every man who started the workout.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's pretty solid. I like
0: it. I and mean, I mean, we spent about three hours on that thing.
1: You know who will uh, who will not follow that creed? Who? Cindy?
0: Uh, no, I. Uh, wouldn't, <laughs> actually, you know,
1: no. For the most part, he will. He would
0: not. He would decry it. But he'd do it. But he... Okay, he doesn't care if he returns the CO2 that every man starts. You know, you say
1: that. It's interesting. So I went to an 8 at 8 or whatever it was, uh, whatever it is that yeah. uh, Gitmo does on Fridays. 8, and 8 yeah. I 8? Yeah. And I went there one time at the at the goading of many men <clears> to get me to go there. I was so woefully last. I mean, like... 8 on 8 a freaking Embarrassingly. Race. It's a race. Last. It was terrible. I got lost... Uh, I I think that was one of the ones where I man, well I number a, one
0: it follows a different route every time right and it's all it's always convoluted
1: yeah and, yeah and unless you're super familiar with the area you're going to struggle
0: right. but even if you are I mean the whole idea is that because you don't want to get I mean it forces you to run faster
1: yeah because you got to keep up with you the you got to keep up resources. with the guys who know where they're going yeah. right yeah and um and so I went and uh, <clears throat> I came into Cot I bet it was ten minutes after the hour or t- yeah, after the time I, I bet it was every bit of 10 minutes maybe even more I don't know
0: um, that's actually and n- not that bad because it's a minute per mile and the guys in front are running seven minute miles su- sub seven so, so, so if you so run be, if you run eight minute miles maybe
1: it was even longer than that if though.
0: you run eight minute miles which is certainly respectable sure you're eight to ten minutes behind. well
1: I got lost and I think that probably I took a shorter route by accident, by accident as well so yeah. regardless though my point is is even coming in well after what would be considered even probably reasonable, who was waiting? Sure enough, it was Cindy and Swamp Fox and Getmo. They just had something else to do, man. Nope. Uh, Cindy loves me, and I love Cindy. It's as simple I don't know, as that. Man. Nope. Nope. You I can't convince me otherwise.
0: Running workouts, anyway, this doesn't apply to. Yeah.
1: Well, it's different. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. You have to really. Yeah.
0: This and you is... got to be smart where you go, but and and because you barely
1: call a running workout having a cue. Like he plans a route, and then what? You have a psyche. Sure. Best. Yeah. Yeah. And, and,
0: and, you know, you don't, you don't need. No. Anything. There's nothing. Right. Yeah. There's nothing
1: else to do in there. So that was a lot of F3 jargon. But this too. is
0: actually, uh, Linus's idea. He threw that up, you know, having a creed and like, uh-huh. that's a good idea. I'll work on it or I'll think about it. And then, uh, sure. the Metro guys, a lot of them are horrible at the calls just because they've been doing oh, yeah, it. it's just horrible. Yeah. So I was talking to Nantan after he's what did and saying man maybe we should uh, do something about that
1: yeah so anyway I love it and I love that I the uh, that in your emeritus emeritus so if you emeritize you're emeritizing uh, that you will then lean into your your local region that's what you do I don't use that's the words. how lean you lean
0: in or reach out
1: I know but that's what
0: you talk about participate and help, I hate you so much. I, just, <laughs> I <laughs> mean, that, that you
1: hold on. Let me back up. Let yeah. me just back up. I'll do it myself. Uh, that you would then lend your talents to uh, to your local guys and and seek to make impact sure. there versus uh, you know in, in whatever right. way where you could you know you, you could do it nationally, you could do it whatever you want, right? Well, I do but, think it's funny
0: say, uh, somebody's talking about because in, in slaughter is going to Puget this weekend. Yep. And uh, somebody asked me yesterday, the day before, oh, are you going to, going to Puget? I'm like, I've been to Puget. Yeah, got the T-shirt. I got, the, you know, because I did like, what, 17 of them or whatever. Yeah. And it seemed like in that stretch, uh, I had no trouble getting to them, and I was happy to go and yeah. all that. But I'm not the Nantan anymore. Right. <clears throat> you know, Slaughter is yeah. now. It's his time. And it does burn you out a little bit. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, look, I... Um... Biggest thing about when you're in the Nantan or, or even your position. Yeah. If you're under the log. Oof. Yeah. When you when you when you show up at a, at a GTE and you're, you know, you're number one, you're responsible for the outcome uh-huh. of several phases of it. And then under the log I mean, you're tired. Oh yeah. Smoked. Smoked. And you get under the log. Right. And uh man, you can't I mean you gotta set the example.
1: You can't, you know, yeah. you can't hide, you can't, yeah. yeah, you have to carry the heavy thing, you have to right. uh, be willing to participate at a very high level, and, and that's what, it would say so funny, because Slaughter and I probably did, I don't know, over the last couple of years, uh, certainly eight, eight, eight or nine of these things together, you know, that we would go, yeah. every, it's everyone, and we would be there together, we'd travel together, all that kind of stuff, and every single time, every single time, like we would, we would do the stuff that we really liked the, you know, the training stuff and be excited yeah. and do the rally, you know, and get all over. And then, and then Monday, or I mean, not Monday, uh, Saturday morning, we do the workout. It was awesome. We teach school. And then that, that would end to be noon. We'd go grab lunch and then we would look at each other across this table and go,
0: man, I got a call right to do tonight. You know, why are we doing this? Like <laughs> what? Why do we just hate ourselves? Like what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. But
1: yeah. that's the way it goes. That's the way you got to do it.
0: Yeah, it's the way you gotta do it. Um, but that's why you can't do it forever. No. And I probably did it. I don't know, timing wise, maybe a year or too long. Well, but sure. then COVID, okay. COVID screwed everything. up Yeah.
1: Well, it definitely uh, it put a damper on all that. Speaking yeah. of damper, hey, let's roll that beautiful bean footage. That's a good idea. And, and we're, we're back.
0: back. We're putting the band back together. What would you say you do here? We're on a mission from God.
1: Who is the Minivan Centurion? He's not simply a husband, father, and a good neighbor, although he is all of those things. He's also the coarse twine that holds the fabric of our community together, fighting to keep us united in the face of those who would split us apart. Most importantly, the Minivan Centurion is the special trustee of the legacy of liberty, which has been passed through generations of tired and bloody hands from the original men who first founded and then fought to build this nation. The Minivan Centurion, is you, he's me, he's every man who lives third, holds the middle, and seeks to stay in the fight.
0: Kind of forgot to do that. We just started talking.
1: I, it's, it's the way we roll.
0: You pushed the big red button on the Roadcaster Pro, and I was like, oh, "That's fine." Here we are. Here we are in the in the squeezy, the peasy squeezy. Yep. Uh, podcast studios of the Garrett. Indeed. In West Charlotte.
1: Yes, we. Uh, this location has been renamed to the Wesley Heights location.
0: Who has done the renaming?
1: Garrett. <laughs> he, he owns it. <laughs> but he, they, uh, they bought another
0: peasy uh, or another uh, another location. Oh, that okay. That was in
1: Belmont. It was some, I can't remember what it was called before. So this one's else. called the Wesley Heights. This okay. is now Wesley Heights. Are
0: we technically in Wesley Heights? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Close enough. Awful lot yeah. of breweries around here.
1: That's how you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you can you can smell you can smell that you are entering a millennial pocket in Charlotte, right? right. Because you're like, what is it? Malted hops. It's hops. Hmm. It's hops. Yep, going. Yep, right. yep. Here we are. Yeah. So exactly. And while I do not imbibe, uh, you know, I do not partake of alcoholic beverages of any kind, uh, I could I would I would make a pillow of hops and sleep on it. I love the smell.
0: Hmm. I
1: don't know why. I do. I just. So I, oh,
0: it's it's, it's, an, nothing it's wrong it's an, with an it.
1: invigorating smell to me. Uh, so.
0: once fermented into a into <laughs> an adult beverage, I mean you better not if you like the smell of hops right
1: yeah, I I mean, who knows what could happen and if you want to yeah.
0: stay team Nelson, that's right you better you gotta stay out of that you better business. stay off of that mess that's right who, so, was, who was rolling <coughs> some team Nelson stuff the other day? Oh, your boy uh biscuit um, burglar yeah hamburger. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: yeah right. he's, he's team Nelson yeah, yeah, you can tell <laughs> <laughs> It's the mustache.
0: No, no, you just got a good exuberant. Yeah. You know,
1: we, we have a zest for life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Uh. I don't even, I have no idea what we're talking about anymore. Um, So I, I was thinking, Dredd, you know, there are so many events that happen in our world and that have been happening in our world that are, I don't even know if the word politicized is the correct word anymore. Like. They, they, I'm almost going to say weaponized, uh, in a way by forces outside, uh, I believe the splitter, um, weaponizes these events in order to not, to make sure that we don't have healthy dialogue about anything if possible. So to make sure that we are fighting and hate one another over something, even when we want to agree on that there is a good outcome
0: Right to a thing. It's factionalism. Yeah. Yeah. To... which is which is a sense related to the sin of pride mm-hmm. and envy,
1: yeah, yeah, and so you know we're joking about fomo before we got on here, but FOMO is no good either, but it's it, that's a pretty benign version, but um you know of envy or or sure you know that kind of thing or, or coveting or whatever right, but at the same time like the did, did you see this in the news and and you know this will play next week or whatever but the somebody showed up outside of Supreme Court justice's house. Uh, with the intent to assassinate, it seems. That is the a, allegation.
0: He had a gun in his pocket and said that's why he was there.
1: So it seems reasonable to allegate, but but you don't say like innocent until proven guilty, whatever, right? But uh since he's already confessed to it. I'm but not here sure. we are. Right. He gets due He still gets his due process. Yeah. Of course he does. Yeah. Um but uh but here we are, you know, and this is this is the life and I don't know if you saw there's a lot of uh uh, and I can't remember what they call them, but they're basically, uh, pro-life clinics that have, uh, been getting vandalized all over the country sure. saying, Hey, until this is safe, you're not safe, yep. you know, things like that. Right. So uh, as men, we are, you know, we say this in here and the midman centurion, you know, we talk about it. Right. And <clears throat> I think it's becoming increasingly true that, uh, this is not an intellectual exercise that you and I are embarked upon here, this uh, burgeoning social movement of two. Is that a fair statement? Meaning there <coughs> might be... Meaning we're not theorizing about this. This stuff's going to have to come into practice in a very real way, the things that we talk about. In
0: yeah. Court. Yeah, I I think that's true. Um, I think about it quite a bit, Yeah, actually. Uh, your first remark about politicization. Mm-hmm. So politics to me, is the art and science of gaining, maintaining power Mm -hmm. in order to govern. Okay. And in a, it doesn't, politics in a, in a non-free society, say like Soviet Union or something like that. Sure, sure. There's still politics. Sure. But it, it does not have any, it does not have any governing principles. It's, 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 it's inherently corrupt and based right. on power, and and
1: in that and those kinds of places, you know, but
0: they're still politics.
1: Sure, uh, because they are seeking to to gain and maintain sure. power right. through influence of some kind or other. Um, but I you know, say most of those places, it seems like it's it's maintaining power not for the good, of, you know, to say hey, we're the governing body that we're right. going to help. It's hey, we're going right. to we're going <laughs> to you know we're going to profit off of your effort or we're going to profit off of whatever it is. And it's going to be for me, me, me. And then, uh, it'll also be through through force.
0: It's a necessary and a necessary, inevitable practice that arises in any community, regardless of size, that the wielding of power has to be done. So if it's within a monarchy, you know, Mm -hmm. an absolute monarchy and the King has control and power and then you, have you go to court, politic the king to get sure, th- you know, to get to hold sway because he has power, right? right? Yeah, you know, in a, in a democracy, a republic such as ours, mm-hmm. there's no king, but the president is invested with authority and power, he's sure. to share that with the other two branches of the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, what we have is governing principles that arise from the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution that channelize the practice of politics. And although it does not appear in any of our foundational documents, it channelizes essentially into two parties, Republican and Democrat. We call them now. That's how it's ended up. At yeah. one point in time, we called them Whigs and Federalists, but right. different parties. <laughs> right. <yeah>. But basically <coughs> since the Civil War, they've been Republican and Democrat. And mm-hmm. The two parties have represented different factions. Um, every once in a while, there arises a third party, like the know-nothings, you know, or the... Uh, Was that a real
1: thing? Yeah, I don't yeah. remember that.
0: There, there was a Socialist Party of America that no longer is. Right. Uh, like there, the
1: Green Party. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. At these lesser third parties, we say third, you know, because it's just apart from the two. But right. unlike European democracies, we don't have proportional government. So if you win 10% of the election, you don't get 10% of the seats in the Congress. Right. You get nothing. Right. So- you're not forced, say, in an American political system, You know, the, if the Democrats get 47%, they don't have to go to the Green Party and then form a coalition government. <laughs> so, I mean, in, in, in different uh, democracies like Israel, it's incredibly complicated. Mm. And they don't have elections periodically. They can call snap elections. They can have, have no-confidence votes. I think Boris Johnson in Great Britain just survived one. I mean, much more complicated systems than, than we have in America. America, we have two parties essentially, mm-hmm. not by decree, but by as by consequence of the way our our election system is uh, is constructed. Mm-hmm. And the, so our politicking and our politics are funneled through those through that structure. They, those governing principles. Um, we also have because it's a, it's based on federalism. You have a local government, city government, like we have right, here, Charlotte. Right. You have a county government, Mecklenburg County. You have state government, uh, North Carolina. You have federal, federal government. Uh-huh. So you have different levels of government, and they have different shared and concurrent jurisdictions over some things.
1: Yeah, and 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 slightly different responsibilities yeah, over certain right. kinds of things.
0: Sure. But the original idea, and and it's this is part of the problem that I see, is that most of the power authority an obligation would be at the lowest level so you know the city determines trash pickup because that's the most important <laughs> right. traffic yeah. the know. president doesn't need to
1: right. that right out. that's right yeah. that's right
0: right and the school uh, schools at least in North Carolina are are, are essentially on a county basis you mm-hmm. know? i would contend we don't need a federal department of education for instance okay nor a department of commerce okay right? Fair. there's nothing for the federal government to do there because it's been yeah. it's 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 state law yeah so um, within that structure, because there's governing principles, um, politics uh, and our traditional, um, our, our traditions, societal traditions, which are unwritten but um, are equally important, they govern the manner manner in which our, our politics should run. So I, I, I lay that framework to answer the question that you ask. So, for instance... Um, Roe v. Wade decided in 1973. Mm-hmm. F- found the the Roe Court determined that there was a right uh, emanating from the right of privacy that is set forth explicitly in the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's right That's against the unreasonable illegal search, search and yeah. seizure, mm-hmm. right? unreasonable, unreasonable. Right? Sorry, right. Yeah. Uh, emanating from that is a right to privacy, a generalized right to privacy. And mm-hmm. It was first recognized in the case of Griswold v. Connecticut. Um, in which Connecticut, at one point, it's hard to believe, I'm from Connecticut, hard to believe, this, <laughs> uh, because it was a very Catholic state, control sale birth mm-hmm. control was illegal to married couples, anybody, couldn't, oh. couldn't sell condoms. So the Griswold court said, well, you can't do that, because it's, you know, what a married couple does in the privacy of their own bedroom that's, is up to that's them. That's their business. So based on Griswold, so Griswold gave birth, uh-huh, uh-huh. so to speak, to Roe v. Wade, in which Roe v. Wade said the right to an abortion is a constitutional right to... Um, of the same level. Because a person has a, a private and personal right to... Their own body. Their own body. Right. Yeah. So that's where that came from. So if it were true at that moment, which I believe it was, because it's true now, in the state of Alabama, if it was it was considered to be murder, it was a criminal offense to abort a child, mm-hmm. uh, that was no longer true. could no longer be true. Got it. Because that right to privacy uh, that's... Um, Exists in what they call the penumbra of the Fourth Amendment, like it's, uh, okay. it's yeah, not yeah. explicit. The, the, yeah, right. It emanates the between the lines kind of. Yeah, right? it's, it yeah. exists in there. Uh, that that right that because of that right to privacy, that laws restricting abortion are unconstitutional, except for the fairly complex framework that that court, that royal court, developed mm-hmm. in in first that holding, and then subsequently in the Casey versus Planned Parenthood holding, which was in 94 or so, where the court revisited it and kind of redrew the lines a little bit. Okay. Uh, because, you know, the science now is making viability more and more yeah. uh, of an issue, right? All right, so uh, that's that to me is, in a sense, that those holdings are ant- antithetical to our governing structure in that it takes away the decision... Uh, of what's going to be criminal or not criminal it takes it away from uh, the political process. See, the the court is not political; it's judicial, not supposed
1: to be right. Supposed, yeah.
0: And into you know, and I think most Supreme Court justices, you know, uh, there, there's obviously some political, but they're not supposed to be. Right. They're not debating the politics. Of okay, fair. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're they're it's, umpires. They're calling balls and strikes. Right. Right. Which was, is... Does
1: this hold up against Constitution, does it not?
0: Which is the critique of someone who's anti-Roe uh, v. Wade, uh-huh. um, regardless of whether they're anti-abortion, which, I you know, when I learned in law school in the mid-'90s, when I learned of Roe v. Wade, because I didn't understand it before that, mm-hmm. I was... <laughs> I was not... I guess I was pro-choice in the sense that, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I'm a guy. I don't need to be heard. Right. This is, this right. is, this is my fight. R- not right. My fight. my fight. So, yeah. you know, I was uh, agnostic at most okay. on, on Roe v. Wh- on abortion, uh-huh. but I was certainly anti the holding because it, I, I could see that it was, it was not well reasoned uh-huh. and, and it was, it was political. And okay. it wasn't what the court should be doing.
1: Ah. Okay. So,
0: but it also, my eyes were open to something that I, I suppose is not well understood in America that if Roe v. Wade is overturned in the way that this leaked, uh, a right. legal yeah. opinion seems to indicate, uh-huh. that that doesn't make abortion illegal. It's a, it's a misunderstanding. Yeah.
1: It no, do- we, we've pretty much equated those two things. Right. 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 That, oh, that one means this. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, it, it what it would do is, uh, Overturn the, the right of privacy to the right the constitutional right mm-hmm. to an abortion under the Fourth Amendment, render that moot, so that's no longer the case, and return the issue to the to the political forum. So the legislatures and the executive branches of our fifty states would decide for themselves. And that's closer to representative democracy. Instead of having nine Justices make a right. determination. Say this is the for, this is the law of the right, land for 330 million people at one in one s- right. fell swoop. You know, 50 states would make those determinations based on their representatives, and in my in my opinion, that conforms more with our governing principles and our societal traditions. So, long way to get to where you're right. asking me, but I think you have to at least have that understanding before you can move forward to the next idea. So the the leaking of the of that of the Alito opinion, which appears to be authentic, right? You know? I mean, right. It yeah, to be authentic, everything I've heard, right? yeah, would indicate that there's going to be a five-four majority mm-hmm. in favor of not just allowing certain res- abortion restrictions to stand, but overturning. know it's a full, right? yeah, full-throated. Yeah. And this and, isn't a thing. Right? And if yeah. you've been following it, this is what the pro-life uh, people have been after for 50 years. Right. They painstakingly and methodically supported candidates and more importantly to me, because this is the way I think, they've, they have tried to persuade people mm-hmm. and I think have succeeded. I mean, in persuading people, first, that the right to an abortion, if it exists, shouldn't be absolute. Right. And then yeah. s- subsequently, you start pushing that back, which is exactly what pro- Choice people were, why they were fighting that at that point right. is because once you start receding back from the shoreline, there's no stopping, right? Because ultimately we're going to be able to keep a zygote alive. I mean, you know, that, oh yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. No, Like viability yeah. is going to be, you know, so, uh, you know, so that's where the fight, that's where the fight came. So based on that leak, now you have um, pro choice people or pro Roe v. Wade people demonstrating at the homes of Supreme Court justices who uh-huh. um, are, are purported to have signed on to the majority. Yes,
1: they believe. The conservative, yeah. what they well, I guess it's the a so-called it's a, conservative yeah.
0: majority, right? Right. And, and those five people. And um, the rhetoric from the pro-choice side has been that this is an intrusion on women's rights and it's yeah. a overturning of a long-decided decision, which is called stare yeah. decisis in, under the law. Okay. What has been decided should stay. You uh-huh, should give due, uh-huh. due. And there's a whole legal um, body of law around that. What what What, yeah. what is, you know, what is... This star- has already been decided. That's Already been decided. Yeah. You know, but if, if you're going to take that out of whole cloth, it means that, that you know, that the Dred Scott case would never have been overturned, that 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 Plessy v. Ferguson would not right. have been overturned by Brown versus the Board of Education. Right. yeah. But ironically, it took 50 years from to, Plessy to Brown... And it's taken fifty years, fifty from years whatever well, this case interesting. is. Interesting, right? So you know, this is reflects our jurisprudence, mm-hmm. our our governing principles, mm-hmm. capital G, capital P, and our societal traditions of of how politics are supposed to be, are supposed to work. And uh, I think it's President Obama who said, you know, co- elections have consequences because it's the, a lot of his uh, policies were antagonistic to to the right. And uh, were opposed, and he said elections have consequences, and I completely agree with that. Yeah, they have consequences. Well,
1: that, that's the sense. That's the system. That's right. right. That's yeah. The, that's the system. So you have, but that means you have to take it when it <laughs> when it's not favorable to you. You still have to recognize that it right. has consequences. That's
0: right. Yeah. Now, the current president of the United States, I believe, the other night was on TV and said that the people will not stand for this decision, and I think that's that's wrongheaded because his job is to say. He can certainly say, "I don't agree with this outcome." Right, and here's why. Uh huh. And make he's a lawyer, you huh, know, just true. like me. Yeah. You know, and then well, not you, just like you. Well, I mean, he went to law school just I like I did. He did. I don't know if he has a law license <clears throat> to sit here today. I'm not a Fourth Amendment lawyer, right. constitutional right. lawyer. I, I hope the explanation I gave wasn't too far off. And if you are out there listening, you'd right. say, well, Dredd, you know, it, it wasn't Griswold, um, you know, whatever. I mean. Yeah. If you are a
1: Fourth Amendment enthusiast, I th- please I th- feel free.
0: <laughs> I think I gave just now a an, a explanation of how it works that any anyone who's passed the bar can do.
1: Okay. Fair. Sh- yeah. Should be able to. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is obviously you take two semesters of con law, constitutional law. And shock and surprise Roe v. Wade's a big part of that. Oh, right. Yeah, cool. Fourth Amendment, all the amendment, you know. So, yeah, I think I'm right about what I just what I just said for the most part. Now, President of the United States certainly as a lawyer can say, and I think if I were going to make the uh, argument on the other side, I'd say, here is why Roe v. Wade should be granted due deference by the court under the stare decisis doctrine. And I can't remember what the prongs are exactly. You know, okay, matter, but you know, and, and this is what he should say. This is why. Because I think the most o- honest intellectual thing to say as lawyers to say is to not try to defend so much Roe v. Wade on its merits because it was po- it's poorly decided. Okay. In a lot of ways, uh, poorly it's poorly decided, poorly reasoned, poorly decided uh, in many ways. But I, th- to, but to say here's why under the Stare Decisis doctrine it should stay. I think it's your best argument to to as a lawyer to keep it. from the left. But he didn't do that. He just said that people won't stand for it. Yeah. Now that should be irrelevant to a Supreme Court justice. Right. And also, because yeah. this
1: saying a, right. a popular opinion right. thing.
0: And also should be in my mind, something the president of the United States uh, should, should, should say as a preamble to the exact opposite. In other words, if he said, my fear is that the people won't want to stand for it. And I'm here to tell you that that is not the right thing to do at all. Yeah. If you oppose this outcome, well, there's something you can do about it. You can do exactly what the the right did or the pro life right, right. faction did, is to spend 50 years <laughs> politicking yeah. to to Trying get this to, outcome, if, yeah. right? And uh, that's and, and if you feel as fired up about it as I, I, I would expect our our current president, you can say, and I I'm going to lead that fight, but I'm going to. Sure. But here's the key, I'm going to do it within the framework of our governing principles and societal traditions. Yeah. And I don't. I would contend to the president of the United States that to say the people won't stand for it and to say, I'm not sure he... Ex- I think he said this. I know his press secretary said that that he encouraged um, protest at the justices' house.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: It certainly hasn't strongly opposed it. Yeah. There's a federal... Uh, it might be a state. There's definitely statutory... Um, barriers to that like you're, you're not you're it's illegal it's to illegal. protest yeah uh, i'm not sure if it's federal or state law it's illegal to protest that a judge's has to try to sway
1: uh-huh. their
0: opinion it's obstruction of justice uh, so that's law which would be a governing principle and i'll say as a societal tradition it's very very bad it's very very bad we we want our judges and justices to make decisions without prejudice or rancor, without Concern for the political outcome or the popular outcome or what how people might react at all Yeah,
1: because if you're if you're there to interpret right the Constitution Right and to, right. And to judge things constitutional or unconstitutional it it like <laughs> It literally cannot it or should not I guess but but in order to do that effectively it can't roll with popular or public right. opinion. That's the whole point of why it's written the way it's written. Right? Well, that's
0: why but, we... Exactly. That's why we have a judicial branch, right. actually. And that's why in the in the jury instructions in the state of North Carolina, the, the judge instructs the jury to apply the law regardless yeah. of the circumstances, the particular... To, don't do it out of sympathy. Don't be moved by feelings. Right? And you have to set aside those things. I mean, this is... It's it's what we call uh, it's one of the first things you learn as a lawyer in law school about the objective standard, uh-huh. you know, and you're supposed to assess uh, someone's conduct whether it's criminal or civil against the the the, the measuring stick of what a reasonable person would right. have done under the circumstances. Right. So it's a bit of a fiction.
1: Yeah, you got to kind of go okay if I was in that situation, like
0: and the... no, it's the exact opposite.
1: Regardless of the situation,
0: so you create in your mind uh-huh. this fictional reasonable man. And okay, you say, and you say, "What would he have done?"
1: I guess. I guess. In, right. It, it, it's yeah.
0: subjective to say what I would have done. Well,
1: I'm thinking if I myself believing that I am a reasonable man, right. This is how I would think about this, right? Sure, is what I was kind of right. thinking. But yeah, well, no, right. that's a, that's yeah.
0: It's a governing. I get what you're saying. It's a governing yeah. principle. Yeah, and the reason why it is such. It's like if you're trying to, you know, determine intent or whatever, mm-hmm. the reason why it's such is because it's the only way, the objective, what's called the objective standard, it's the only way to ensure that the law is equally applied to everyone regardless of their individual circumstances, or who they are. Yeah. Like, you know, um, the subjective standard would take in all those things into account. Right. Say, well, this person might have done the following, and that's violative of the law, but because... He, right, that's
1: what I was thinking. It's like the, the times when it's like uh you know the 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 woman in the relationship has been beaten and she killed the guy and now you have to figure out like, well, you know, would a reasonable person have done that right
0: or what you know, what's so, the so, so so for instance, let's say a woman who is um but there are because like, you got you' getting in that's yeah, like to, self-defense I was trying there, to give a there, good example there, yeah. there are times where you're you you can look into what that actual person might have thought there there are there are so times give me a better example so a, a better example is is just a straight negligence case okay right so if if the reasonable man would have stopped at the stop sign uh-huh. like, look both ways in the preceding intersection and this particular guy ran right through the stop sign yeah because you know, he was driving through a bad neighborhood and he had been pulled uh, over by police, a sure, lot sure. And, you know, and, 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 so he's like, I'm not stopping. You know, and he had been profiled yeah. before, you know, and he's like, I'm not stopping any of these stop signs. Uh huh. And <laughs> I'm just say, blow well, right, through right. I'm blown right through. That's a subjective yeah. standard. Right. Because it's based on who he is. Yeah. And yeah. his, his life, his lived experience. Uh huh. So that's why, you know, in my mind, I say a liberal is someone that I consider myself to be a liberal who, um, is, is, it, I adhere to governing principles. Foremost amongst those are life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, right? Mm-hmm. Life, liberty, liberal, pursuit uh, of happiness. Yeah. And societal traditions, which for Americans are fair play. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, and and every man gets gets his turn to talk and all this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are societal traditions. You know, we all try to treat each other equally. And those societal traditions and the governing principles are based on the reasonable man who does not exist. We all aspire to be. Like you just said, you, you think yeah. you are, right? Yeah. So yeah. So we aspire to be that person, right? And we aspire to the to the sensitivities or the the judgments of the reasonable man, and sometimes fall short. But I think that in a healthy society, a healthy society, a healthy nation, healthy community, it has standards, objective standards. Number one has them, right? And number two applies them consistently.
1: And so that actually is a, a a good segue, if you will, to this week's offering of, it is. of the Minivan Centurion because what what we have, I think, a lot of times is people who have either well, I think the most re, the, the, the the most repeated or the most often case is that they <laughs> they look and go, Oh no, 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 I don't have a movement bias. Right. Yeah, they they, they, they do what I just did. Right. We we'll just say no, no. I'm a reasonable man. I am not a reasonable man. Sure. I mean, I, I'm reasonably reasonable, but uh, but I'm not. I am not without bias. And so we say, well, either a, uh, I, there's no such thing as, but bi- I have no bias, right? Which is a a, a fallacy. Or they say, um, well, I mean, I may have a bias, but it's to the it's to the truth. It's it's to the correct way, right. you know, or something like that, right? So we run around in this sort of entitled kind of. Uh, belief about ourselves, and instead of doing what you outline in the chapter, which is humbly admitting to yourself, "No, I have it. It exists, and it's something that is so ingrained that I cannot control it per se. I simply must correct for it."
0: Yeah, I got to account for it. Y- yes, right. yeah. Sorry, yes. Correct, account. You know, it's well, I just, I, right. I was thinking in
1: terms of you oh. know, I correct the fact that my, my course sure. took you know a veer to the right, right, right. right. You know, so and I then my course. you know
0: um, the. Accounting for it can just simply mean recognizing that you're, it, yeah, yeah you're, you're likely to come down a um, a certain way on a certain issue repeatedly and consistently. And I think it, you know, not to beat this particular dead horse, since we talk about it a lot, but it, it, <laughs> it's so illustrative, yeah, of 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 what I consider to be movement bias in people's lives is COVID reaction, yeah. And uh, I remember when it first, you know. Nobody and I came up with these five categories. Remember that, and the first one was Cat One. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And it was like you're you're
1: super afraid or you're well.
0: You know, Cat One any any restriction anyone um, promulgated was Yeah, anything anything bleach your groceries anything yeah all the stuff right. There's there's no
1: measure too small.
0: Nothing too small nor too potentially damaging. Right without. Without regard to considering its consequence, right? Yeah, don't care. The, well, it's not care, the care. See, good, great. That's great. The way you said that, it's because you got to get it out of your head about caring, right? I'm not saying. No, that, no, okay. Yeah, I'm not saying that I call these guys cat ones. The cat. I'm not saying the cat ones didn't care about the consequences. I'm saying that. No, no,
1: I'm saying uh, what I was referencing was to say they don't care. How, no, you know, okay, yeah, that is what I was saying. It is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, but don't don't take it as a no, no, no. It's fine. No, right. it's totally fine. I'm with you. Right. Keep going. Right, because a lot of cat ones were saying the inverse to to people who weren't cat one. Right, you don't care about people. Yeah, right? yeah. So for the cat ones, and I think that I think some cat ones were were had some some probably some um, fear mm-hmm. of, uh, and they tended to be people who.
1: Um, yeah, whether it was justified or unjustified, maybe they were were medically vulnerable,
0: or knew somebody who was, right. or they're a little bit of a hypochondriac themselves. Sure, or they are very comfortable being told what to do by experts. There's probably a variety of things, right? Anyway, but there was
1: some sort of rationalization or or, right. or justification for right.
0: that, and and so with cat ones, there just wasn't. If on Monday, Dr. Fauci said, nobody wear a mask, they wouldn't. If on Tuesday he said, everybody wear a mask, they would. I mean, right? if, if he said, put a plexiglass between you and your neighbor, they would. Yeah,
1: they they built a right. little shelter they, around themselves and walked you around.
0: Know, sp- you know, sp- uh, spray Clorox on your avocados. They would. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. He's like, masking is the most important thing. And they, they sh- you show him a picture of him not in a mask on, they're like, right. it doesn't really. matter.
1: Well, but he said. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I've been a little s- s- sarcastic there. But yeah. That I think you know, that's the idea. The minority, okay. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, were that way. Yeah. Okay, cat twos were willing to do the great majority of uh-huh. restricted, restrictive um, policies, but they would they they would consider the consequence. So in other words, if if Doctor Fauci said nobody can go to school, kids are going to expand and kill everybody, right? Cat twos would say, well, wait a second yeah we see some statistics right
1: i'm okay with uh masks i'm okay with spraying my groceries maybe, right. but this this uh they wanted to, to thing, they wanted yeah, to, I needed to understand
0: so um checkpoint was was cat two okay he was cat two okay um i would say cat ones were safety trumps all cat twos were better safe than sorry if they had a rallying cry. Okay. It's funny how my mind works. Like, I'm just making no, this up on I, lo- I love it. It's yeah. the way my mind works. Yeah.
1: You know? It's so funny. I'm so glad you brought this up because I remember us discussing this many, many times. Yeah. Uh but I had a chart, doesn't... I put it yeah, on the I Facebook. know, I love it. <laughs> it's <laughs> no. so good. But it's yeah. okay. So, so yeah. good to have it brought yeah. back.
0: Cat yeah. ones safety trumps all. Cat two is better safe than sorry. Yeah. Cat threes were dubious about restrictions. Yeah. Not
1: cynical but skeptical but kind of like i don't know if any of this is really making a difference or not
0: but they were they were they would do things if they determined for themselves if persuaded that that they were good or necessary sure but they were dubious yeah you know they were dubious um they were in the middle yeah. And I think the great majority of people. Is it, like it kind of like,
1: a. If, if I'm remembering right back to those conversations, is, it was almost kind of like a, hey, I don't really know, but I'm I'm not, but I'm willing to go and, sure. and kind of play the game to make sure that we sure. kind of get through this.
0: Right. I guess Cat 3's rallying cry would be, I don't want to be sorry if you're not safe. Ah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to come up with something, right? I'm so, so I, glad we're recording this. Right. This is gold. Right. Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, but almost everybody I knew was Cat Three.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Almost everybody knew. Yeah. right. I knew. Yeah. Um, cat Fours were um, were herd immunity guys. Uh huh. Who, who whose opinion was none of this is going to work anyway. Yeah,
1: you're going to get it right whenever you get it right. and you live through it. Or yeah. and that's. You
0: know. I mean, they're closely aligned with Cat Three guys, but they're like, look, I wearing the mask. They they'll go one step farther and say. It's actually counterproductive,
1: right? because it makes you think you're safe and you're not
0: that and the fact that you just need to get it,
1: yeah, oh yeah, right
0: yeah. I mean, uh, yeah,
1: the sooner especially for uh and we knew this reasonably early on that if you are a healthy able bodied person and you know exercise a lot in reasonably good shape, took care of yourself, didn't have any comorbidities or whatever, right. like you'll get it, it'll suck, you'll live.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Cat 4's viewed this as not different than anything that's ever come before. Sure. And uh, viewed it as believed that the CDC was not being forthcoming about the fact that we're right. all just going to get it.
1: Yeah, which we later found out was the case.
0: Yeah. Um, so I was decidedly Cat 4. Yeah. Uh, because it's my hardwiring, which is why I'm going through this drills to talk about this. Right. But, uh, and, and the rallying cry of Cat 4 would be, I'd rather be sorry than safe.
1: Mm. I'd, I'd rather be sorry than than be forced to be safe
0: I mean to me to elevate safety to a virtue is to live a life of quiet desperation fair that,
1: that's me yeah
0: no no I, I, uh, you know that's my yeah. that, that is my 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 movement bias uh-huh. is I live on the edge of recklessness <laughs> I know <laughs> I do <laughs> I know I know and, um so, I mean, I'm restrained by I, I I align myself in 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 with cat threes and twos in life because of that.
1: Right. Now, um, to to offset your Sure. yeah. So you you grab a guy whose movement biases is, is check, left check point. left of the right. yeah, left of the ravine right. or left of the stump right. whereas because yours is right of the stump. That's right.
0: Yeah. That's right. And I avoid guys, not avoid them, but I I know that it's dangerous for me to run too hard with other cat fours or cat fives like Cindy.
1: Right, because they will just drag you
0: no, way off to the not right. Not drag then... me. I'm happy to run.
1: <laughs> oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean like physically yeah. grab you and drag you. I meant like they their their influence will pull you sure. further that well, other way.
0: That that or there's nothing to pull me back.
1: Fair. Right. Fair. You know, so there's nothing to center. Different reasons, same yeah, same right, reason. Right. Yeah. So
0: you know, I I I uh yeah,
1: I guess Cindy was more of like a I don't know, burn it all. Right. Yeah.
0: I mean I'm I am apostolic. I mean I explore new Sure. Areas and just, uh, yeah, I just that's just the way I am, and that's my movement bias. Right. And because I'm Cap four, uh, I tend to get frustrated by anyone who impedes my movement. I yeah. Get, I, I get frustrated by them.
1: Because, as as in the chapter you talk about, movement bias is not just a an ingrained uh, tendency to pull to one side or the other as you walk the trail, but it is also a bias toward movement to no stoppage right to continue I'm to... an ad- I'm an adapter yeah. yeah
0: you know I when I hit a bump I, I I find a way to keep moving I make rapid and necessary adjustments to stay in motion mm-hmm. and the whole covid thing was a giant a giant upheaval so, mm-hmm. to my end of the spectrum it was a it was a validation of cat one and cat two peep type people in right. everything. Yeah. In everything, right? Yeah. So, you know, you could look at it like, how do I approach, say, the idea of freedom of speech? I believe not only that it it is a in, it is an inherent right to say whatever the heck you want,
1: mm-hmm. that
0: there should be literally no restrictions. Mm-hmm. So, like, what about yelling fire in a crowded theater? I'm like, Meh, maybe you ought not to, but I wouldn't restrict yeah, it. It's like <laughs> right? right, You're a jerk, but right. not right. legal. I try to persuade you not to. Sure. But no, would I let the government determine what constitutes fire under any circumstance? No. Right. I mean, I'd say literally anything, you know. Uh, I, I believe the speech should be unfettered. Well, what about the people's hurt, you know, chaos that I'll call. Chaos to me, I'm a chaos junkie. You know, yes. I thrive on it, you know. Um, and you, t- chaos to me is uncontrollable circumstance.
1: Right, I am saying, you and I both, and we've had this discussion too, like both recognize that, that it's part of the universe. That's just part of how things work. And so rather than try and fight against it or control for it or whatever, you zebra jockey it and you figure out how to use it to your advantage and you move on. That's how I am. Yeah.
0: You know, and uh, I recognize that, you know, you put me in a COVID situation. I was like a fish out of water. I was like... (laughs) But I also recognize that for a Cat 2 guy or Cat 1 guy, the threat of COVID was so dire.
1: Yeah. Right? Albeit existential sometimes. Like, it was... It was still there.
0: Right. And it didn't, you know, and I, I think a light went on for me at some point where, you know, we had some pretty decent statistics about the death rate uh-huh. and they were still afraid. Right. I'm like, so now, you know, right. but you're still, you still want to have those restrictions. Yeah. And it, so in my point, in my mind, it became clear that the restrictions were the point. They probably like them now.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, you see a lot of people yeah. still
0: living them. Right. You know, even at the height of COVID, I didn't put, you know, hand sanitizer on. I've never had hand... I've never purchased hand sanitizer, never used it.
1: The only time I've ever... Uh, I wash
0: to... my hands before I eat. Sure. Sometimes.
1: Well, a lot of that's just because there's there's actual dirt I can see, I you can know? See. Like, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think the only time I've ever... Um, yeah, I had in my possession any form of hand sanitizer is usually when you get one of those uh, swag bags someplace and then you know, throw it in there. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, somebody yeah. gives it to you. That's what I'm saying. Like right. that's the only way I've ever right. owned it. I'm with you. That's my point.
0: Yeah. Uh, F3's Gap.
1: Uh, the irrepressible Gary Parker. The
0: irrepressible Gary Parker gave me a bottle of hand sanitizer. <laughs> uh huh. I was like, thank you. He goes, it's German. I'm like, okay. It's the best. Anyway, <laughs> it's German. This is I forget. B- it's BMW. We're, <laughs> we're in a we're in the hot box. Like maybe three or four months later. Uh-huh. Right? And I put it in my car. I just left it in there. Three or four months later, and we were done, and it was, my hands were black with grime. Yeah. And I was going to eat something. Well they should. And I was like, oh, I got a hand sanitizer. And I pulled it out, and it all evaporated. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So that leaves us with Cat Five. Yes. <laughs> Cat Five were the guys who were licking doorknobs, just right. to th- trying to get it thrusted it into your face. Yeah. Right, they no, they want to get it and then there were on Cat you. Four guys who were angry about it. Their rallying cry, whereas Cat Four was, I'd rather be uh, sorry than safe. Cat Five's rallying cry was, "F you." <laughs> 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 That's Cindy. Yeah, a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Cindy's like, yeah, I'm gonna look a doorknob. Why? Because you because it makes you unhappy.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna grab this handful right. of dirty pennies from the give a sure. penny take a penny on North Tryon and shove them in my That's face. Right. Yeah.
0: Cat Five is Ozzy Osbourne snorting ants off the off the. <laughs> The the concrete outside the pool, right? I mean yeah. th- th- that you know does that bother you? Good, I'll do it twice. Yeah, I'll do it twice. Yeah. Right? They're there's shot. They're doing it to shock you. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that that's healthy either. There was what was the quote? Because I don't want to torment the, tor- the No,
1: of course not. Yeah. No, that's why you're a four. Because you yeah. don't want to watch the world burn. That's not really your deal. Well, I, I. You don't. Mind. You're not going to be upset if it does. Like if it if it's burning, you'll figure out a way to adapt to make it make it useful for everybody yeah but you're not gonna uh, set it on fire
0: i guess you know deep in my belief system is embedded the idea that we're all a bunch of jackasses by nature because of sin it's true right yeah you know Uh, once adam grabbed off that forbidden fruit (laughs) and we were ejected from the garden and i say we because what he did is now descended upon us right we, are, we inherited right. some of that. Yeah, you know, I was having a mild uh, debate with a guy about the Second Amendment, you know, about the right to bear arms. Mm. And he's like, well, we could do this, we could do that. I was like, you know what? Cain killed Abel. We still aren't, haven't been told with what. <laughs> 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 right? right. I mean, and if, if you, like, let's say it was a club, and if there was red flag laws then about clubs, Abel... Would have found a way, or Kane would have found a way to get one anyway. Right. Or he would have used his fists right. because he thought he was forsaken by God.
1: And he, that's the real problem.
0: That's the real problem.
1: Yeah. So he thought he had been given right. a, an unfair shake.
0: So, cat one guy, let's say cat two guy, cat one guy is very hard to discuss these things with. Right. Cat two guy, if he's sitting at this table, says, Drett, so you're saying that you would f- fight. Any law you'd be against any law that tried to to control the the, the proliferation of uh, firearms, and I'd say no, but I would want them addressed within a or governing principles and C, our societal traditions. Mm-hmm. And we have a governing principle that says the right to bear arms will not be infringed upon. Right. Now we can debate what a well-ordered militia means. We can, sure right. Um, but the the first thing we'd have to figure out is I, for you to engage in that debate with me, you'd have to know how a semi-automatic weapon works. Right? You have to know what you're saying. Sure. You know, we'd have to come to grips with what your definition of an yeah, assault you can't weapon is. Oh, so you right. can't
1: just use general terms like right. assault rifle That's or right. assault weapon.
0: We'd yeah. have to we'd have to agree. Yeah. With what we're talking about. And then we can talk about about law and I'd say the the biggest problem you have in my mind, cat two guy is the Second Amendment, but here's the good news. It contains, the Constitution of the United States contains the method by which it may be amended. Right. And it's been amended many, many times. Sure. For this very reason. It's not impossible to do, but it requires politics. But I want it now. Right. I mean, uh, but that's sorry. not our societal, and our, that's not consistent with our governing principles and societal traditions. Right. You know, at the end of the Revolutionary War, the framers of the Constitution would just suffered under 13 years of British rule, where the, one of the first things the British governing generals would do when they take over is make sure that nobody had any guns.
1: Right. Confiscate
0: right. all the guns.
1: Right. You know, can't you can't have people uprising. Right.
0: That's right. You know, it is a God given right to defend yourself and your family and your home. It's a God given right. Yeah. You know, and if that God given right infringes upon someone else's God given right, there's consequences to that. Sure. You know, if you break into my house and I, Oh, I think you do, and I use uh, a pistol. Deadly
1: force of some kind. I use
0: deadly yeah. force, and it wasn't warranted. A reasonable man would not have done so. right? I was not, yeah. in, re- yeah. I was not in reasonable apprehension of extreme bodily harm or death. Well, then, then I don't have that defense. I cannot, I cannot right. avail, avail myself of it. You know, that's how it works. But to simply sweep all those things aside, throw them in a dustbin, and say, well, this problem's too big for that. See, I disagree with that. I'm yeah. a cat Four dude, man. And I'm, like, looking at the world and going, the world is a world of chaos. And I guess that would be frightening to me if I didn't believe that chaos was um, governed by a higher power. I was just going to say. For whom it is not (coughs) chaos, right?
1: right? It just looks like chaos from where we're sitting.
0: I mean, every single time... I, with the incredible powers that I have within me, remove yes. a piece of the wall so my dog can pass through to the outdoors. Uh-huh. That dog looks at me like, oh my gosh, that was chaos. <laughs> How did, did you, you see? He swung he the s- wall open. He he's like, look, he's opened this, remember that Far Side cartoon where the, a bunch of dogs have a whiteboard, and it's like a, they're drawing doorknob. They're trying to figure out a doorknob. Uh-huh. Like, what if we do this? What if we do? This? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like the, yeah. you know the ever, the, the ever existing problem for dogs is how to open the door. Yeah. Well, you know, chaos in our little baby human minds, right? Made in the image of God, but not with the omnipotence, right, uh, of God <laughs> and the all knowingness. I guess that's the same thing, of God. We can't. We cannot hope to understand. Now, why he chooses to subject us to the chaos of uncontrollable circumstance? We, you know, we, we can't.
1: Well, and again, to your point, though, it, it's not even that it is, uh, that he's subjecting us to, like this is, to him, it's not chaos. Right. He's saying, no, no, you gotta understand. I mean, if, if we were living chess pieces, and I'm not saying that God is, is playing chess with us or anything like that, right? But but we would say, and then and then I turned around and Dave was gone. And he appeared back on the board, over there, two squares up and one square over. It was the weirdest thing. And it killed so and so you know, like, <laughs> right. and you think to yourself, what in the world is going on around I mean, here? There, there there's no rhyme or reason to any of this. Well
0: It's yeah. not chess. I like your analogy. It's not chess because in chess you control the pieces. Right. And that and a big part of God's plan for us is that we control it. Is that He doesn't control us. Right, he but He gives us free will.
1: But at the same time, there is a there is a structure to the universe. There are rules. Yeah, and and the and those things have been set in motion. And
0: well, look, I, I think
1: it's you know you look outside the the, the atmosphere and you go it's chaos. that's chaos, that's nuts out
0: there. Well, if you look under a microscope, doesn't micro make any skull skull sense. And you see yeah. yeah, holy right.
1: crap! What the what in the world is going right. on there?
0: Well, I I it's he, nutty. I I I think that the idea that we could control <laughs> the spread of COVID. Yeah, was just as crazy as dogs thinking they could learn how to operate a dog. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. When I, would I hear, don't have opposable thought. I mean, when I when I would when you hear people talk about it, you know, and I, I, I didn't believe they believed it. That my biggest thing. I, was I like, don't know. When I would argue with with Checkpoint and Microslice about Dr. Fauci, which both of those guys have now admitted, I would say that guy cannot possibly believe what he's saying. You know, he's and he was like, "Why would he say it?" I'm like, "Because he." thinks that's the best way to keep us safe. I'll give him, yeah. I will grant that guy. G-
1: give him all the deference that that is all right. as well-intentioned as anything could be.
0: But like it's, I believe it's in the Q source, which predates COVID. Right. Which is if you use chicanery, uh-huh. right? Yep. Chicanery yeah. and compulsion, yeah. C2. I'm not telling you the whole thing. Right. If you use those two things to control people rather than tell them the truth and try to influence them to move to advantage, uh-huh. if you try to force them and you lie to them, try to force a man. He'll only move at the point of a bayonet to the very moment he can turn He'll on say, as you. As soon and as you
1: turn your back, yeah. turn, he's, it is right.
0: over. It's over. And once he d- determines that you've been lying to him, you've lost him. That's why chicanery and compulsion work in the short run. Yeah. But in the long run, it's only influence that does so.
1: So I was on a, a coaching call today. Like, like My group calls are on Friday, right? And these guys are on. So I showed him a, a clip of a lady who was walking up the... The down escalator. So she's, I mean, she is desperately walking, plodding right. along, trying to get up the down escalator. And this is someone with a phone, you know, video far off, just laughing their face off. It's at a shopping mall or something. Right. It looks like, and this woman is just, I mean, she's just trying so hard and she making very little progress. And eventually starts trying to take two steps at a time and all this kind of stuff. Right. And this guy's just laughing, laughing. laughing. And so I asked the guys, because the point of the exercise to show them that was to say, Hey, <clears throat> you know, where are these where are your, your places where you have decided, I don't know, I guess this is just what I have to do. And you, and you feel that grind sure. where it's draining your energy and you know you're not getting anywhere. You know, that was kind of the idea. And somebody said, you know, I, the, the thing that I took from that as I watched that was this woman, let's say, got halfway up and realized I'm on the wrong escalator and I can't believe I'm trying to walk up the down escalator. But her pride... Left her in such a place, but now she has to double down. That's right, and she doesn't. She could have a heart attack into the top of that thing. Right. She ain't turn around. Right, she ain't turn around. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm sure, she know, straight across the way, there's probably an up escalator getting her where she wants to go. Doesn't matter. Right, I'm doubling down, and I feel like that's where because there's no willingness to say, "Hey, look, I have a movement bias. I recognize mm-hmm. that, and so I'm going to do my best to account for it. I'm going to try and bring people in to help me to mitigate it wherever I can." So instead of all that, I'm going to say, well, that's because right is the the correct way to go. So F you. Yeah. I'm just, and I'm just going to, I'll walk in the circle. I don't care. Right. No, the circle is what I wanted in the first place. I don't care. doesn't matter because there's just this absolutism that keeps us from being willing to, well, the middle, there's no room for absolutism in the middle. Is that a fair statement? I.
0: That's absolutely true. And I believe that, as you know, I don't believe in the, that the, concept of the political right and left actually right. exist but for matters of convenience I I think that it happens on the right as well as the left sure that people get frustrated and they just want to use control they want to use mandamus rather yeah. than influence Yeah. so going back to your initial that's why I call myself a liberal yep no no adjectives right I don't need Capital pronouns no pronouns no adjectives man right Christian liberal man boom period you know three, three dots three dots yeah keep it simple that that it's what we can do as many events centurions is to a deeply understand our governing principles and societal traditions, uh-huh. deeply understand them, like okay. soak them in uh-huh. and then be excellent at explaining them whenever the opportunity arises. and that is that is why I want to do this podcast. that's why I right. r- I'm writing these things is because I want other guys to be able to, to understand them. You yeah. don't have to be a lawyer to, under, no. to understand the what the Second are. Amendment means or how it operates. And you don't have to have carried uh, you know, an M-16 for nine years like I did in the Army to understand how cycle fire of a semi-automatic weapon works. Both, <laughs> both those things can be learned. Um, and if we're excellent at explaining it, like we grasp it and we explain it, and without rancor, Without rancor, that's
1: the key. As right. Andists, yeah. we
0: hold true to what we believe, mm-hmm. and are willing to patiently explain it, and suffer the slings and arrows of the cat ones and the cat fives, both of them, right? Sure. Right, and and suffer through that ad hominem attack that you're gonna get from a guy that's frustrated and angry, mm-hmm. and just just all out of f's, right? Right. Like you don't care. We, for God's sakes, do something. You know right. that guy. Yeah. You know, as long you know that that's what the middle is. That's that's what's required of us. As many Vincenturians, because we owe it to our families who we are here to protect. Right. You know, we owe it to our communities, to which we are to be an asset,
1: right? That's the goal, right? That's
0: the goal. And we're supposed to join the line. Every swing dick has to stand up in the line and hold the middle.
1: Because if the
0: middle won't hold, we got nothing. We got nothing. We got nothing. America will go down the tubes. And if the, the light of freedom firmly, finally, and fully snuffs out in this United States of America, then the world is lost. The world is lost. Yeah. Will you do that with me, Frank? All day, every day. Will you try to do something about your face?
1: <sighs> you know, <laughs> were, were this not a podcast, I might. It is! It is! You've been listening to the Minivan Centurion. If you liked it, share it, rate it, and review it. Then join us every week while we talk about what it's going to take to fulfill our duty as men and leaders. You were made for these times. The road will be rough, but you're up to the task. You don't fight alone. You fight alongside centurions.